0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This is episode number 384, if I didn't say that already. And if I did, it's because um, I did not (laughs) know that I did it because my head's a little cloudy. I just got back in the studio here. It's been three weeks since I've recorded live, and I am back in the studio once again. We had an awesome Thanksgiving two Thursdays ago and had a wonderful time with my family. On Friday, the day after that, we had some friends over. It was just a great Thanksgiving holiday. And then right after that weekend, our family headed out to Orlando, Florida, where we spent eight hours amazing days having a magical family vacation. And so I was out all last week. And of course, last week, during day five of our Orlando family vacation, I ended up picking up a little bit of a case of something called, you guessed it, bronchitis. And I have a little song that goes along with that. It's a—it's my theme song for this time of year whenever I get bronchitis. And this is how I feel as a podcaster Each time it happens. And I'm just gonna play a little song for you. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's right, my friends. Ain't nobody got time for bronchitis when you're a full-time podcaster and you've got lots of content to create. Anyway, let me go ahead and uh, bring Sweet Brown down here. Thank you, Sweet Brown. I love that song on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen Ain't Nobody Got Time For That, you live under a rock, let me tell you. But yes, I did. I, I, I got sick. I started with a sore throat while I was down there, and it just progressively turned into a sinus infection, which... For me, unfortunately, each year seems to turn into a case of bronchitis. I got it caught, I think, pretty early, went to the doctor as soon as I got back, which was on Tuesday of this week. I'm under medication now, steroids, antibiotics, and hopefully I can record this entire episode without going into a coughing fit, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So yeah, that's what's going on, and as a result of all that, um, a couple days ago, I was pretty much bedridden. And here it is just two days later, and my head is super cloudy, and therefore, I'm going to use this as an excuse for why today's content maybe isn't on the deeper slash heavier side that I would typically normally want this show to be on. Anyway, we're going to power through this week's episode. I I hope that you guys will bear with me, and uh, by next week, I should be feeling great and have a wonderful, heavy-hitting show with lots of valuable content that will positively change your your life in, in a wonderful way. But uh, until then, let me just share with you a couple things that are just going on off the top of my head, just to get myself back into the routine of of getting back in front of the live audience, and also um, uh, just making sure that I'm consistent with these episodes. First thing I want to share with you is that I have uh, discovered that there is an issue with something, a piece of software that I use quite frequently called Ustream Producer. Now, those of you who have been following for quite some time, you know that I broadcast my show live every Thursday and have an internet audience when I do this show. It's one of, the, one of the reasons why I like doing it is because it holds me to a schedule and makes sure that I don't put off this show for, you know, oh, let me just do that later in the day and I'll just do it tomorrow. And, and then next thing you know, you miss a couple episodes. So I kind of like the, the, the accountability of saying, I'm going to be at this place in this time at this day of the week and having people be there and making sure that I don't let them down. I don't necessarily recommend live shows for brand new podcasters or anybody who's been podcasting for less than six months, honestly, uh, because live shows can be quite a distraction. Uh, Live audiences can be a distraction um, when it comes to sharing the content that you've got on your heart to share and and things like that. And by the way, I I don't mean to say that you guys who are in our live chat room today are a distraction, uh, but it's just that I prefer to kind of hang out and interact with you guys before I hit the record button or after I hit, uh, hit the stop button. Uh, so that uh, I'm not distracted from the content that I actually have here. But uh, yeah, and and then of course the technical difficulties, which by the way, technical difficulty, uh, the the issue that I've been having with the Ustream broadcasting software is that I upgraded to Yosemite. Now, technically speaking, I didn't uh, do, I would normally just, you would never have me hear of me upgrading to the latest version of an operating system on the Mac without having being assured that everything that I use, every single piece of software that I use, is known to be working on the new operating system. But here's what happened. I was using my MacBook Pro that I purchased about a year ago, to do my live streaming, it, it had, it actually, of all my computers, it had the fastest processor, and it had uh, plenty of RAM, and I was using it, and it was it was working perfectly. The only thing is, is my wife has been asking and begging me for a computer of her own, because the last several computers that I've given her, she's unfortunately let my kids beg and borrow, and not necessarily steal, but, Uh, begged her to have their computer as their computer so my son's got his own computer now Um, my daughter Megan got hers from Stephanie and my daughter McKenna got hers from Stephanie and so Stephanie was left without a computer and she was always constantly borrowing my MacBook Pro and she goes you know I wouldn't have to do this if you had your own and I had my own so I bought myself a brand new uh, 15 inch MacBook Pro with Retina which by the way let me just say this friends best looking screen computer screen i've ever seen in my life this 15 inch macbook pro i think the probably the uh, with retina the only thing that i can imagine being better than this is this 27 inch uh, 5k display on the on the brand new 27 inch imax i may end up getting one of those uh maybe in 2015 we'll see but uh yeah so I, i got this brand new system and it came with yosemite on it now, um, I installed all of my uh, regular software on the new system and everything seems to be working fine, except there are two things that don't work with Yosemite. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, no, one thing that doesn't work with Yosemite, one thing uh, is not working with the type of integrated, or type of, not. it's not integrated, but the type of graphics card that's inside the MacBook Pro with Retina. So let me explain to you real quickly what those are. Um, First and foremost, hold on one second. I got a cough and I'm going to pause so I don't do this in your ear. So the, basically what happened is the Ustream producer software, it is actually running. I'm currently using it. But, um, what I realized is that I go to hit the stream button to turn on the live stream and it takes a couple seconds before it does anything. I go and tell it to change a screen, screen, change the camera mode or put a, 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 an overlay such as a lower third or a title screen on there. And the transition doesn't happen the first time. Sometimes you have to hit it a second or third time. And really it's probably actually p- registering it the first time, but it just took several seconds for it to do it. Um, and then today, uh, and, and what typically happens when I go to hit the record button, because I let the, the Ustream producer software record the YouTube version that I create. It basically um, today I hit the record button one time. And literally, it was like 13, 14 seconds before it actually kicked the red light on and started the countdown, as if it was recording, and and things like that. Um, it hasn't yet crashed on me during this show, uh, but it did. Cra- the software did stop streaming uh, this morning when I was doing Family from the Heart. I did some research, went on to the UStream produce, or UStream's website, their support page, uh, their knowledge base, or whatever. And it turns out that they said, nope, sorry, our software, you know, the Yosemite is not yet supported with our Ustream producer software. So uh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I, by this time, you would think that it's supported, that they'd have some sort of update. But uh, as I'm recording it today, I'm not aware of one yet. And so, therefore, I, it's kind of on the on the iffy side right now. Uh, the other piece of software that I use, I use a, a software called Omnidazzle. omni Dazzle, D-A-Z-Z-L-E, and this is a software uh, tool that's for free from the Omni group, and if you have an older Mac, it works wonderfully. And what Omni Dazzle does is it allows you to actually draw on your screen, and this is something I use in my weekly group coaching calls for podcasting A to Z. I do this on my iMac. People ask me a question, and then I pull up a page, and when I'm demonstrating to them, what I can do is I can hit a little button uh, and, with Omnidazzle and my mouse cursor turns into like a, a, a marker that I can draw on the computer screen. And I, I can use my mouse or I have actually a little Wacom tablet, which is a little pen with, you know, that I can draw on. And, and basically what I can do is I can circle things and draw arrows to over here. I can, I can write things on the screen uh, as if it was a pen. And everybody who's watching can see because I'm sharing my screen with everybody in the group coaching call uh, they can see the things that I'm writing or drawing on the screen, and it is it is really a valuable piece of software, and it's absolutely free. But it is free, and they have no plans to upgrade it to work with the newer graphics cards in these Retina display MacBook uh, Pros, and some of the even the the newer uh, Retina stuff that's going on, so, or even some of the even the newer iMacs before the Retina iMac. Uh, I've heard issues with those, but anyway you have an older Mac, Omni Dazzle works great. But other than that, uh, everything's fine. So here, here's the deal. What happened was um, I, I went ahead and got everything up and running. Everything seemed to be working fine. And I went ahead and upgraded the old MacBook Pro or Stephanie's up to Yosemite because I wanted her to have the newest version of the software. I went ahead and upgraded my main production system here in the studio to Yosemite because let me just say the, the UI is even cleaner and nicer and I kind of like it a lot. And so everything's pretty much upgraded to Yosemite. And then I learn after the fact that eh, it's not supported with Ustream producer. But other than the fact that it's just, you know, delayed, it, it seems like it may work. I'll, if, I'll tell you what. Here's what I can tell you. If you go to the show notes page at podcastanswerman.com slash 384, if there's a YouTube video below uh, the show notes are in the show notes, then that means that the Ustream prog- uh, producer program did record the video and did not crash on me. If there's no video there, then it means that chances are um, the, the software did not quite work in Yosemite to record this week's episode. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. I mean, one thing I can tell you though is Yosemite is working wonderfully on pretty much everything else. Um, I do notice um, one other thing. I, a lot of you are also using the Soundbite software. Uh, Soundbite seems to be working just fine, uh, as far as the software is concerned. the The buttons work, and you know, program bringing new audio clips onto the there. I, I can click this little button here. Podcast. So that's working just fine. But one of the things that I do notice that it, on the screen the the one of the bars in the volume meter on the software just seems to be flickering and that did not happen in the uh in the uh previous operating system so there i would still say that yosemite my personal personal recommendation is i if you haven't already upgraded to yosemite i wouldn't yet uh not as a podcaster who relies on you know software that 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 you've been relying on for some time i normally wouldn't have upgraded this early into the the cycle of a new operating system and and i i I personally i just i don't think that i would recommend that you upgrade i don't think it's gonna completely knock you out if you do but uh some things may be a little quirky so that's my thoughts on yosemite uh but other than that i do love the i love the beauty of it i love the the look and the feel the aesthetic of yosemite I especially love it on the Retina MacBook Pro, uh, and and um, yeah, I, I I think that uh, it, it's a pretty sweet system, so I just wouldn't, I, I don't think the benefits that I get from Yosemite, uh, had I known some of these things, I don't know that I would have jumped right into it, but you know, the situation being what it was, it's why I got it. Alrighty, uh, so another thing that I have here listed in my list of just random things to talk with you about this week is on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, it's going to be December sixteenth, and December sixteenth is the anniversary of mine and Stephanie's start into the world of podcasting. In fact, actually, it was uh, to, it was December sixteenth, two thousand five, that I recorded my very first podcast episode ever. And I'm just to give you a little taste of history, I'm going to go to gspn.tv slash first episode, and that's all spelled out, gspn.tv slash first episode, and I'll click play here and just play the first few moments of that very first ever episode. This is December 16th, 2005. (laughs) This is Generally Speaking, a podcast production of Cliff Ravenscraft and Friends. Hello and welcome to the show. This is my very first podcast for Generally Speaking. Uh, My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm in Hebron, Kentucky, and I just want to go over with you a couple things uh, to get this thing started. First off, I want to talk to you about the format of the show. Uh, I could not decide whether or not I wanted to do another lost podcast that is uh, 100% all lost-related items, uh, just like various other shows that I'll mention in just a moment, or if I wanted to do a uh, technology-related podcast uh, like many of them out there, or if I wanted to do a faith-based podcast like some other podcasts out there. Anyway, I pretty much didn't know what I wanted to do back then, but uh, I did get launched. And that's a good thing. If anything, I can tell you about my own personal experience is before you quite know what you're doing, the important thing is just getting started. Uh, You can change things down the road, no problem at all. And well, since that time, uh, I ended up, I've produced a total of 30 different of my own podcasts. These are my shows. And my wife and I have together... Uh, Between the two of us have published a total of, um, actually it's more than this, but these are the ones that are still available online today, a total of 3,288 podcast episodes. In fact, this will be my 3,289th episode. Pretty wild journey that we've been on. We've uh, been able to reach a total of hundreds of thousands of people between all the different shows. Uh, that we've produced over the years, we've met literally thousands of you face to face over the years. Uh, we've had we've had hundreds of you come to Northern Kentucky and spend time with us, uh, and and it has just been a genuine pleasure to to interact with as many people as we have over these years and. And it's one of the things that I love about podcasting is, is just how much it connects us just by sharing, getting behind the microphone and sharing our passions, our message, our lives, and how much of an influence and, and positive impact that it can have in the lives of others. It's why I do what I do. Anyway, so very excited. Nine years of podcasting as of this Tuesday. And uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. Now, this time of year, outside of my normal, you know, picking up some kind of sinus infection that turns into bronchitis, uh, this is some. there's something else that typically goes on during this period of the year, and it's about time for me to set goals. Now, um, let's see, last week we talked, in last week's episode, of course, I recorded that before I left for my trip to Orlando. Anyway, Uh, In that episode, I talked with Michael Hyatt and we talked about his best year ever program. Anyway, one thing that's always been a part of my life is at the end of the year, I like to reflect on what all has taken place over the past year. And also, I like to look at the goals that I had set for, you know, that I had set for, you know, the like, for example, this month, I would like to sit down and think about all the goals that I said that I wanted to to really go after for 2014, I would evaluate how, how well did I do related to that list. And then I would say, okay, after evaluating this year, do, how much of this stuff do I want to repeat? How much of it do I want to take to the next level? How much of it do I want to eliminate? And, and what do I want to try new? Well, I would love to tell you that I have all of that stuff figured out, but I don't. Uh, it's been a little bit crazy. I, as, I, as I said, we had Thanksgiving two weeks ago, been on vacation for a week, and um, I just haven't had a chance to do this yet. I will have it done, however, uh, within the next couple days, uh, certainly within the next two weeks, because I've, I've on December 31st, I'm meeting with the Green Room Mastermind. That's my personal mastermind group, and uh, we're all sharing our goals of what we're going to do in 2015 and and what we hope to accomplish. So I have it all figured out by then. But this is something that you know. When I sit down and do it, I, I'm all I'm always re- in this reflection mode anyway, and I'm always thinking about you know what do I want the future to look like. And so, it, it I I just haven't yet sat down and taken the time and evaluated line item by line item. Let's take a look at my goals for 2014. Have I done it yet? Uh, did I accomplish these things? And. If, no, if not, do I want to still do I still want to accomplish them? And if so, what am I going to do about it to make sure that it happens in the future and, and stuff like that? I haven't done that particular thing yet. but uh, one of the things that I do know is that already on my whiteboard, I've started to jot down a few things that I want to make sure are priorities for 2015. And so while I haven't officially made any of these goals yet, uh, here are some things that are on my mind so far, just right now off the top of my head for the year ahead. All right, so the first thing that I would put at the top of my list and I kind of I, ma- I ju- just jotted these down in my Workflowy app. And by the way, if you guys have never heard of it, go to workflowy.com. Stupidest name ever for a web app, but it is a great little tool for creating outlines and it's how I outline the topics of my show. Uh, it just helps you create lists and sublists and and stuff like that in, in an outline format. Anyway, here is what I jotted down. The very first, the number one priority that I believe that I will have in 2015 is this thing called living fully alive every day. Uh, and, and in conjunction with that, it would be having a focus on sharing that journey through my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast and content. And I say podcast and content because um, I think that, that, that Pursuing a Balanced Life content is not just my podcast, but it will be through journaling and sharing those journals as posts on social media or a blog um, I can see some videos and some other things coming up. But really, you know, getting back to the heart of Pursuing a Balanced Life, this is a show, it's it's the second show I ever created. I, the first show I caught, created, it was, at, okay, here's how it went. In December 2016, or two thousand December 16, 2005, I recorded my first show. It was called Generally Speaking. And I thought it would be one show that would cover many different topics. Then I learned the power of the niching down to one focus, and and I learned that by hundreds of people who said, "Cliff, don't want to hear about technology, don't want to hear about faith. I want to hear you talk about Lost." And so, this this second episode of that show became the weekly Lost episode, or the weekly Lost podcast of the Generally Speaking podcast network. So, anyway, that the my first show was the Lost podcast. My second show was Pursuing a Balanced Life. Now, when I created that show, um, it was called My Crazy Life. And it was my crazy life until episode, I think, 398. And then that's when I changed the name of that show to Pursuing a Balanced Life. Just yesterday, I released episode number 586 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And so anyway, the Pursuing a Balanced Life, this other show, has been the show that I've always wanted to create. It's that one show where I could talk about anything and everything that i wanted that I, I i mean it just could be anything and it's been a lot uh, mostly about my journey of of pursuing balance between life faith health fitness family all this diff- all these different things that that you know that some people compartmentalize and some people kind of mix and mingle it all together and trying to suss out you know exactly what what's what particular life have i been created to live and and so that that's that's where I share just about everything, and um, yeah. So I, pursuing a balanced life is the show that I feel the most connected to. The content that I create there, I feel the most free to talk about anything that's on my mind, and it's my show. It's the show that I love to do the most, and it's the one that I had been the most infrequent at doing, uh, as far as consistency, most of the time, because well, I had you know gotten to the place where trying to build this business and 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 things like that focusing on things that produce income and pursuing a balanced life was not a show that had produced uh, income consistently and I mean it had some things with plus membership for a while but I decided to give all that away for free when um, I decided that uh, you know there was enough money coming in to our business from the income generating from coaching and consulting that I didn't feel comfortable that people had to pay to get this content that I was hoping that could change people's lives in a powerful way. I wanted people to have access to it for free if they couldn't afford it. Uh, and there was no real good mechanism at the time for me to, to just have, you know, ongoing, um, contributions and stuff like that, that all kind of might be changing a little bit with Patreon and I'll give you an update on Patreon in just a little bit. But anyway, uh, one of the things that I want to do is, it, it's, it's, I do want to focus, it, the, this first priority is being consistent by sharing my journey through pursuing a balanced life content, but it is living fully alive is about living my life to the full each day, asking myself, am I living life today or did I work the day away in hopes that I can live for some future event, which has been the makeup of most of my working adult life, uh, both before I left the, my career in insurance, but certainly since I started my own business. You know, it's just working, working, working for the next big thing. For, you know, I'm, I'm working, I'm going to work all day, 14 hours this day and for the next three days so that I can, you know, be prepared to go do this really fun thing. Um, but I don't want to do that anymore. I, I want to ask myself. I want to live each day. I want to. I want to take time for to give my body the the physical activity it needs uh, to to be healthy and fit. I want to eat healthy. I want to have a healthy relationship and conversation with my wife each day. And I want to. Ha- I want to be a part of my kids' lives every day. I want to have some rest and recreation in most of my days. I realize there'll be seasons where there's a day here and there that that's a little busier than others and stuff like that, but I certainly have met, set some goals that I definitely want to work out 6 days a week every day for the or every week for the rest of my life. Um and and I want to make sure that that there are some things that are happening in my life each day that are are equivalent to what I would say is living fully alive. If you want to hear more about that kind of stuff, I encourage you to check out episode number 583 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. I share a lot about that there. I kind of relaunched the focus of that show with episode 583, and you can go to gspn.tv slash start here, which will take you directly to that particular episode to join me in that journey if you want to. The next thing that's on my list is I want to, and, and the rest of these these are not necessary. The the living fully alive every day and focusing on PABL content, um, that is the number one priority for 2015. Hands down, that is number one. The rest of these other ones, though, I am I I'm, I'm gonna have to sit down when I when I do my goal you know, search in my heart for my goals for the next year and my priorities for the next year. I'll work on the priority le- levels, which is the, these is the top priority. But here are some things that uh, are just below living fully alive every day in 2015. Uh, one of them is to take my equipment sales page uh, and my equipment sales to the next level. I have the opportunity to to do some things to tweak that page Uh, to create a video uh, tutorial specifically for my equipment package to put some things together there that that will make I mean that will just basically convert a lot of more people who are visiting that site into customers that will absolutely love that equipment just as much as the literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who have purchased my equipment package. Uh, you can see it over at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment, which, by the way, uh, could make a great Christmas present. I'm just saying. But anyway, um, there there are certainly some things that I want to do with equipment sales in 2015 that will take that to the next level. Um, I, I now that you know they're transition into this new home and with cutting back on some of the commitments that I had uh, previous years, I'm ready to to really take that to the next level. That was a goal for 2014 that I hadn't quite really got into. Uh, It is something that's gonna be taken super seriously here in the next year. Um, The next one is to have all of my tutorials, every single tutorial that I have that I make available. I wanna have it all 100% updated uh, with new versions and there's only a couple more left to do. I've, I've been working on that through this year and I wanna create a couple new tutorials and i want to optimize those sales pages and and stuff like that and have some more one off sales of course i just finished my black friday through cyber monday sale this past uh, over over just over after thanksgiving and that went extremely well i think i sold about just over $5000 worth of tutorials uh, and that's with people paying 50% off so that was pretty awesome And uh, so thank you to all of you who purchased something from my Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale. And yeah, so I I definitely want to do some more with those tutorials, uh, have those be a a higher priority for me in 2015. I want to get super serious about my mailing list. I've really never had a great strategy for my mailing list. And, And so that's something that I definitely want to do. Moving forward, I, you know what? The question I've always had is, you know, I've, I'm the type of person I don't like to sign up for your mailing list. I, I I get so many emails, and and I really do do most of my business interaction through email. So, um, some people say you can't really do a sale, you can't make a sale through an email. I'm like, yeah, I'd have to argue with that because that's where I'm most effective in my sales. Is I I, I get all kinds of Sales that are made just through through email and uh and and most of my business interaction it's done through email and 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 I love that, but I try to avoid getting a bunch of you know just email from people's mailing lists in there and so as a result of that, I've taken this mindset that you know most people probably don't want to have me sticking stuff into their email inbox, but I've learned over time that this is not necessarily the case that some of you guys don't mind hearing from the people that you listen to and and you would love to have some additional insights and stuff like that now of course you know my what i'd have to develop is what strategy do i want to use do i want to have it set up where you guys can you know get updates on blog posts that i put online and and do you want you know email notifications of um of new podcast episodes do you guys want summaries of the content that's on my site and randomly reach out with little updates here and there and just tidbits of information and insights and one-off tutorials and 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 screencast videos and stuff like that and i i now here's the thing i know the kind of things that that i'd like to do but to develop a strategy and even a content calendar and 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 maybe even an auto responder sequence for people who just sign up so that They'll automatically be able to gain access to. They'll automatically get delivered some of that content that's evergreen, so that no matter when they sign up, they will uh, periodically get new content from that series of follow-ups. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, you know, gosh, if I'm going to do this, do do I want to do what some of my mentors have said and move over to um, what's the name of that system? Um, everybody, Infusionsoft and. I don't know. There there's a lot to think about there, but but one thing that I do know is that I want to get more serious about my mailing list and I realize there's that 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 when you're running a business and you're selling products and services and and things that your mailing your email list is your number one connection. It is your most valuable resource in your business. I hands down believe that um My mailing list is extremely small compared to most people's mailing lists, but then again, um, I will tell you that I can send out one email and generate about $60,000 in income, and that's with a mailing list. I'm gonna click on my mailing list right now, and I'll tell you, my podcast Answer Man mailing list right now only has, I just have to log into it here, it only has 2,871 subscribers. All right, so and, and of course, I say only that I mean, that's a lot of people. Uh, but compared to what most people have as mailing lists when you're in internet marketing and information marketing and stuff like that, but here's the deal. If you go to, basically, my uh, mailing list opt-in pretty much says, please sign up for my mailing list if you want to be notified the next time I have something to sell you. I mean I mean that's pretty I mean, it doesn't actually say it with those words, but that's pretty much what it says. Um if you want to be notified of new products and services and an occasional discount which I do one di- one sale each year during Black Friday through Cyber Monday if you want to be notified the next time I have something to sell you uh then sign up for my mailing list and I have 2871 people who have said cliff please tell me the next time you have something to sell me which is a pretty great list to have but the reality is is that I could do some things to to uh, you know, maybe what I need to do is sit down and, and think, what goal do I have? If I'm at 2,871 since October 2010, uh, what what could I do to get radically uh, different with my mailing list and take that to, let's just say, 10,000 subscribers by the end of 2015? I don't think that that is undoable at all. In fact, I actually can think of five things that get me there pretty quickly. Um, but the, but the thing is, is getting serious about that mailing list. And that's something that I'm going to want to do. Uh, live events. I, I built this whole brand new home in this new studio. I've got a huge training space over here. Matter of fact, I I was just looking, um, I see that my, my chairs that I ordered for my training space, I've had these tables and tablecloths, uh, for several months now. And recently my wife and I found some Amazingly comfortable folding chairs. I mean, these matter of fact, I, these folding chairs, I I might move one up here to my desk because it's so darn comfortable. Anyway, we ordered uh, twelve of those, and and I haven't yet done a single live event here in my studio, and I'm looking forward to doing one of those very soon, and doing several of those in 2015 and um so that's going to be a focus now the good news is that it was a goal of mine to do some live events this year and i have done some live events you know connected to conferences that i've attended and those have gone pretty pretty darn well i'm actually that's not true they've gone amazingly well but i want to bring i want to bring some people here i want to bring people in and have uh some one day events maybe even a weekend event every now and then and and uh and have that i want to have people here on in on my turf if you will and and spend some quality time with them and yeah it, it that that's going to happen and then podcasting a to z is still a priority I, I i plan on doing i think four of them in 2015 and yeah i th- i think i'm going to limit it to four this next year and i'm going to try to sprinkle those in between my my uh travel schedule which is going to be kind of crazy and hectic but uh podcasting a to z is still a priority uh at least for 2015 it is and and who knows i'm thinking about maybe even creating um i don't know if i'll create something in 2015 but 2016 i might create something different something new um and i i i have thoughts but i'm not ready to share those yet and then, of course, travel schedule. Really, my travel schedule for 2015 is already a little bit more than what I want it to be. Um, and there, matter of fact, there's one event that I haven't yet fully committed to, but I can't, there's no way that I can see myself not going to it. And so, anyway, let me just share with you. In January, I'm going to Nashville for a one day event with some friends. Uh, and then in February, I'm going on a cruise with Dan Miller, Michael Hyatt, and Mike Stelsner. Uh, in March, I'm speaking at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. In April, I'll be speaking at New Media Expo in Vegas. Uh, in June, uh, I'm actually we were thinking about going to Europe as a family uh, for a whole month in September of next year when I was going to speak at New Media Europe but we didn't want to take the kids out of school right during the first month of school or during the second month of school. So we're thinking about moving our Europe family trip to June, uh, which is crazy, but I think that's probably what we'll end up doing. Uh, then there's August. I've got a uh, podcast movement in Texas, which I think is July 31st in the first couple of days in August. And then in September, there's New Media Europe doing the keynote for that. So that's a lot of travel and and honestly, it's more travel than I I really wanted to do in 2015 because I'll tell you there's a lot to do to get prepared to leave for these trips and then you know get caught up from being away from on these trips and stuff like that. so I I'm gonna commit to all of those things, but I'm not gonna commit to any more travel beyond that. and I know that my priority in 2015 is to not commit to as much traveling. Uh, in 2016, uh, I'd, I'd like to have the freedom to kind of, uh, you know, work on some things. I, I, you know, I've got all this traveling: January, February, March, April, June, August, September. Uh, there, that's, too, that's one, two, three, four. That's seven months out of the year that, that I'm out of town, and uh, for for good periods of time uh, in all of those cases. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, You we'll see, I'm sure it'll be fine, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. So that that's what I kind of, I'm having, that's what I'm planning, uh, the goals for 2015, as far as, um, I'll, I'll be setting those up here in the very near future. I can, hopefully you can tell, my head is cloudy, I'm almost done guys, um, should start wrapping this up here in just a moment, but let me just say, you know, if you guys have a really difficult time, um, Kind of thinking about your past, worrying, you know, worrying wondering what are my priorities? How do I discover what priorities? How do I set goals for myself? You know, last episode I talked with Michael Hyatt and I told you he was getting ready to launch his new version of his best year ever program. Well, my friends, his program is now available for purchase. And if you're not an expert at setting up goals for yourself and achieving those goals, I would encourage you to go to podcastanswerman.com slash best year ever. That is an affiliate link. If you sign up for his mailing list, you'll get access to all the videos that he's done in this thing. And, and it, of course, you know, the encouragement is that you'll end up buying his best year ever program. I will tell you, it is excellent and, and it will help you. Michael Hyatt has been a huge inspiration to me over the years in helping me understand and how to develop goals for myself. And I've achieved every year for the last several years has been my best year ever. And I expect 2015 to be my best year ever once again. And if you want some help in that area of of goal setting, um, I, I really don't think there's a better program for you to start out with than that. So just go over to podcastanswerman.com slash best year ever. Also, podcasting A to Z, my first session for 2015, is coming up right around the corner. Uh, It starts on Monday, January 12th. I already have 12 students registered and paid in full for this course. And um, if you want to attend this January session, by the way, some people have asked me, Cliff, when are your sessions planned? for the rest of the year, and I, I will tell you, they are not set in stone yet, and I don't plan on having the second one set in stone until after, uh, probably, it's it's usually after the first week of the, the first session, and, and the third session will be put in stone uh, after that, because my, my travel schedule is a little fluid, uh, sometimes and I don't like to set those things in stone. Now I've already like I, I was originally going to do an A to Z in June, and we've moved our Europe trip to June. So that that kind of threw some, you know, through where that that next one might lay, my third session of the year might land on the calendar. So anyway, if you are interested in podcasting A to Z, I know there are thousands of you out there, and hundreds of you have been thinking about signing up. Well, you'll want to sign up. Twelve people signed up already. And I other than mentioning it here in this podcast, I've not yet reached my sent out an email to the, you know, two thousand eight hundred and seventy one people on my mailing list. And I have not yet I and I have probably about a hundred people who are on what what we call my warm follow follow up list who said, Cliff, as soon as you're ready to start promoting your next session or the next sessions of A to Z, please email me and let me know because I'll probably sign up for that um, or one of those sessions. And that's a very warm list. I My experience is usually about mm, somewhere between eight or nine people uh, typically respond to those emails and sign up immediately when they hear about it. So, my guess is this is going to be a sold out session. I'm going to try to limit it to about 30 students. Last time I took 36 students, I could handle it pretty well. I might allow 30, as many as 35, maybe even 40 students this time. But here's the one thing I can tell you. If you go to podcastinga2z.com before you read, watch the video, before you list, read anything listed on the page, what's included, scroll right to the bottom and read first the testimonials that are pasted there. Those are real, authentic, not scripted, not asked for. Those are 100% real comments being made by people who are alumni of this course. And in fact, one thing that I can tell you is if I click on here, that as of this moment, um, I'll pause while this loads. All right, here we go. Uh, as of right now, there have been 422 students who have registered for this course, and 12 of those 422 are going to be in my January session. It starts Monday, January 12th, podcastinga2z.com if you want more details. All right, and then one last thing that I'll mention here is last episode, actually maybe it was two episodes I talked to Michael Hyatt, Anyway, last episode, I did talk about Patreon, and I am happy to tell you that um, things are going pretty well, um, considering that, you know, obviously, I make a majority of my income through consulting and coaching and stuff like that, but one of my goals for setting up Patreon was getting, you know, is to see if, if pursuing a balanced life, if that content could directly generate some income and so far i'm up to 15 dollars per episode for pursuing a balanced life and and i i gotta tell you I, I i published an episode last night episode 586 and you know i there are times when i'll do an a to z course and i let me just tell you that my uh september 2014 a to z course generated. Forty-three thousand two hundred and twenty-five dollars that month, but um, with just that—that that one thing alone, uh, doing A to Z generated that much of money. But the fifteen dollars that I earned from publishing an episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life was just awesome. I I I know that in light of how much gen- income I generate and other from other things, that fifteen dollars really does mean a whole lot more to me than than just. Any fifteen dollars. I I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but it does to me. It 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 just it is very cool. So it's kind of neat. I mean I mean it's brand new that I've just announced this to my community. There, uh, family from the heart now generates two dollars per episode from Patreon support and podcast Answer Man. Now this episode here, when I publish it online, obviously podcast Answer Man generates a significant amount of income through. My products and services that I mention and things like that, but but directly from supporters of people who say, you know what, Cliff, you know, I, I may not ever really purchase your products or services because I have a podcast. Maybe, you know, I listen to you for other reasons, but I don't need the things that you sell. But I really do value Podcast Answer Man and and I get a ton out of it. And as a result of those people who say, you know what, I this I think this is great. You've given me this opportunity to support Podcast Answer Man. $31 per episode already for Podcast Answer Man. So I, I I know that that may seem laughable. I certainly, you know, Patreon, I don't think, is going to help a lot of people uh, make a, a full-time income from their content. I mean, are there some people that can do that? Like Tom Merritt and, <coughs> excuse me, one second. Sorry about that. And and are there a few people out there who are making a significant amount of income per episode? Yes, do I dream of one day where pursuing a balanced life that show is, you know, generating $1000 per episode? Yes, I dream of that day. Uh would it be cool if Podcast Answer Man just from Patreon support was generating $1000 per episode or more and family from the heart? Yes, those things would all be great. Um if I get to those levels, it could be it could be weeks, months, it could be years before I get to those levels. That's really not the point here, but the point is is that it, it, it is interesting to see the number of people who say these these episodes, these individual episodes are valuable. So I just wanted to give you an update on my Patreon experience so far. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a start. It's a start. And by the way, um, as one of my promises to those who support at $25 or more, I mentioned that I will say thank you by name and podcast to those supporters, and I want to say thank you to my first twenty-five dollar or more supporter uh, per episode, who happens to be Anna Malikian from the Mindset Zone Mindset Zone podcast, and Anna happens to be an alumni of of Podcasting A to Z. And when I was looking at uh, some ranking stuff for podcasting in the business category, she was ranked right up there in the top. 50 at that moment in time. So congratulations, Anna Malikian from the Mindset Zone podcast. Thank you. And thank you to the rest of you who are supporters per episode of Podcast Answer Man and any of my other shows as well. Links to all of that in podcastanswerman.com slash 384. My friends, I'm going to get off here, give my voice a rest. Hopefully by next week with all this medication, I will be doing extremely well And again, my head will be clear and I will be fully ready to deliver you another great episode of wonderful content that will help you take your message, your business, your life and everything else you do to the next level. Thanks so much.